because him as a villain, he's amazing. Because he has those dead eyes, those eyes that are like, yeah, shark eyes. eyes. Yeah, black eyes like a doll's eyes. <laughs> Some amount of men go into the water. A different amount I of men only, go okay. out of the water. <laughs> okay, you're gonna you're gonna be so mad oh, at no. this. I don't know the speech from Jaws, but I no! do know Dana no! speech from Master of Disguise. I knew it. I hate he you. He doesn't fit as that character. I knew it. I hate you. I know that. <laughs> I know that speech by heart. You had me at hell no. Welcome to You Had Me at Hell No. I'm Mel. I'm Allie. Welcome back to our podcast where we watch all movies about romance and try to answer the question why we love a genre that hates us. Mm-hmm. If it's uh, erotic, an erotic thriller, a drama, a comedy, if romance is central to the plot, we are watching it. Absolutely. 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 And I, I, sometimes I, I, we have fun. Sorry. Oh, sorry. I <laughs> I thought you were going to say absolutely, and then you said absolutely, which is kind of the same as absolutely. <laughs> I'm sorry that I didn't say absolutely. No, 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 that's fine. That's not your job. But um, anyway. I can do it again. No, I, I want again. me to leave it. I want people, I want to leave this in because I want our listeners to know that you can have some kind of conflict and still have it be loving and compassionate. Okay, fair enough. Love you. <laughs> Love you. <laughs> Uh, and the reason that we love to explore the question why we love a genre that hates us is because I like horror and Allie likes action. Mm-hmm. But we didn't watch anything related to those this week. This mm-hmm. week, we watched none other than Step Up. Oh, yeah, baby. Um, this was an Allie pick because I was like, how have we ever watched Step Up? And Mel was like, because I don't want to watch that movie. And I said, this might be good for the pod. <laughs> and so we watched it. And um, I hadn't seen it in some time. I, I hadn't seen it in a couple years. But um, anyway, it's 2006. I've never seen it. Yeah, 2006. This is kind of the start. This is when Channing Tatum started to blow up. Like, this is around mm-hmm. the same time She's the Man came out. And um, I think this is when he got, I think, either from this or... Maybe this was part of it, but he had like, I think like a three-picture deal with, I want to say Universal or some, with a major studio. Like, this was the beginning of people being like, who is this young little dancer man? Who is and this he, young this little hottie dancer? He, he met Jenna Dewan, yes, whom and he married and unfortunately later divorced. But I think they're all good. I think it's pretty amicable. They have a kid. I, I hope good. they're good. They seem on, good. They're, they're one of those... They're one of those Hollywood couples where I was like, I get it. Yeah, oh yeah, no, it makes sense. They made total sense. And they have, here's the thing, they have very good chemistry in this movie. They have great chemistry. And let me just say, because, uh, Mm -hmm. listeners, I do not share Allie's enthusiasm for Channing Tatum. Nope. That being said... 
that being said, wow. I do appreciate things done well. Yes. And I, while he's not my favorite actor in the world, I think I have to recognize that he does have skill. Mm-hmm. And for me, I think he's a great physical actor. Incredible. His, Incredible. His dancing mm-hmm. is really good. Yeah. Um, especially in this movie. But honestly, my favorite character in this whole movie was Jenna Dewan. I think she's a beautiful dancer. Oh. And oh, I haven't I haven't watched and honestly when I saw this, I thought it was gonna be a musical. I thought it was mm-hmm. gonna be like a dance musical because I'd never seen Step Up before. Mm-hmm. I just I never saw it because I <laughs> I thought it was just a ripoff of Save the Last Dance, which I was relieved to find out it is not. Mm-hmm. Um, and I also, I love, I love a movie musical. Yeah, you I do. I love a movie musical. You do. I think the only problem. musicals we've, yeah, I don't talk about it that much because it's something that my grandparents and I used to watch together and they are both um, dead. So I don't really watch them anymore. But... I do love them. I uh, My credentials to critique dance as well is because I tap danced competitively for about 20 years. Mm-hmm. That's cool. um, so I, I know how to dance. I'm good at dancing. Mm-hmm. I love how to dance. I love how you to dance. Love okay, how to dance. I love how to dance. I love how to I dance. I love how to dance. My favorite thing. You know, with the dancing, I... I love to do it. I love how. I love it. Ha-ha. I love how to dance. I love when I move my body. Wawa Um, But anyway, I'm just giving y'all a heads up because uh, I'm going to go in on this movie a lot. I have some thoughts. I love how to dance. Um... Um, I love how to I dance. I love how to dance. Um, but yes, okay. That, I, if, if we ever do merch, we'll have to add that to our I love how to list dance. of like t-shirt slogans. Yeah, yeah just a picture dance. of me like in a tutu. I yeah. love how to dance. It's you when you were a cat in that production when you were a child. When you were, yes. what were you, you were a leopard or were you a cheetah? What were you? I was you? a lion. Okay. In I, the kindergarten circus, I was a lion. Got it. We would be that. It just says, I love how to dance. Um, yeah, I also <laughs> I also was in um, a show in high school called Conference of the Birds, and I'm I sorry? played the duck. It's I went to hippie high school. It was a very weird play. What kind of bird are you? No. I was a duck. What kind of bird are you? Wait, are, wait have you seen Moonrise Kingdom? No. <gasps> we might have to watch. I think that would qualify for the pod. Anyway. I oh, is that the Wes Anderson one with like the Boy Scouts? Yeah. Mm-hmm. <sighs> okay, I'll watch it. We if you don't, we don't have to, babe. I'm not gonna force you. Um, my credentials for watching this movie are my mother loved movies about dance, and we would I would watch one. I saw we watched this one. I saw Step Up Two with her in the theater. Um, Ooh, that's a different movie. It's funny you say that that you're worried about this movie being a ripoff of Save the Last Dance um, because this movie has two credited writers and one of whom is Dwayne Adler who wrote Save the Last Dance. Oh my gosh. And it's also really? written. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Huh. Yeah. And then the, huh. other, the other credited writer is Melissa Rosenberg who um, she's done a lot of different stuff. She's written many things. She's, she's written uh, some 
on some TV shows. She created and sort of ran the series Jessica Jones that was on Netflix for some time. That was very oh. good. But maybe most famously, and maybe hopefully the best for her bank account, she wrote every single one of the Twilight films. Oh my god. Yeah. Oh my god. I, I saw her name in the credits and I went, I know that name. Why do I know that name? And I looked her up and I was like, <gasps> Bella! That re- Where the, the hell, hell have you been, been Loka? Where the hell have you been, Loka? Where the hell have you been, Loka? God. That reminds me, we have to do Breaking Wa- Breaking Wan. <laughs> Breaking Wan. Ooh, I'll watch that. That sounds like a different kind of movie <laughs> that I want to watch. Breaking Dawn. Breaking one. One and two. One, one's new in town, and he doesn't. One's new in town. <laughs> He's nervous. <laughs> and there are some guys in town willing to help him out. <laughs> I, I, would that. Watch that. I, I would I'm gonna I would watch, watch that. that. I might Google that. See if that's a thing. Um. Anyway. Um. But yeah. Okay. So this movie. Oh boy, I, I agree. Jenna Dewan, because the movie is, it kind of is about, it's about both of them. Um, but uh, Jenna Dewan is a phenomenal dancer. Like, it, I, like watching her, you're like, wow, this is, she really like, is, she moves so beautifully. Um, she, I believe she's had formal training and- uh, She looks of, like it. Yeah, and I think what, what she credits as sort of really helping her career is she toured with Janet Jackson for, I think, years and like she was in a lot of music videos and like you said that Mm -hmm. when we were texting you mentioned that she toured with janet jackson and a lot of things clicked for me about the choreography that she does in this movie because Mm -hmm. i was like this looks very specific Mm -hmm. and dadoi janet jackson janet jackson that's why Mm -hmm. also janet jackson also an incredible dancer incredible incredible um the also the director is a choreographer as well so the director that helps. helped choreograph yeah. the dances. Um, Channing Tatum does not have formal training. I think he's obviously trained, probably had to do some training for this movie and has had to train for other movies since. But Channing's deal is that he kind of just has a sort of natural rhythm and ability and like... And it, he's also... He's willing to um, put in the work. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yes, and also, uh, a, I think, a breakdancing background. Because yeah. that, he came up he in the clubs, baby. Seemed, he came up in the clubs. That seems the, the most natural. Yes, exactly. Like, when he's breakdancing, it seems the most natural for him to move his body. Exactly. There's one moment during the final performance mm-hmm. where he literally goes, like, down on the stage, mm-hmm. one arm, legs go out to the side, perfectly straight yep. a perfect right angle incredible for like three seconds yeah. and i was like what he's amazing he's amazing he is what we have like he's not quite he is not i don't think he's our gene kelly but i think he's the closest we have currently to a patrick swayze in terms of someone I, who yeah, has that kind of that specific kind of like macho charisma and also dance ability like pure athletic ability like yes but again, but. no one is Patrick Swayze. I don't want to. No, I miss Patrick Swayze I so think much. Anyway. So do I. Uh, but what were you going to say? I'm truly, sorry. Babe. I think the thing that's missing from Channing Tatum, which is why I don't. Like, I watch him dance and I can appreciate the skill, but I'm not captivated necessarily by him, mm-hmm. is because he lacks gracefulness. Oh. Whereas I think 
that's something that Patrick Swayze yes. had mm-hmm. that Channing Tatum doesn't have, which is why I would say Patrick Swayze is definitely the Gene Kelly of the 80s. Because yeah. Gene Kelly, right, if you compare pretty much the two greatest male dancers of TV of, all, of, of all time. Mm-hmm. Of film, yeah. Yeah, and, and I will say with a, a caveat, there are a lot of black men who are incredible tap dancers and incredible dancers mm-hmm. who you see in other films but didn't gain as much popularity because of racism. Yeah. So, you know, we're going to take what I say about Gene Kelly and Fred Astaire with a grain of salt. Also, yeah. Fred Astaire did blackface in one of his films. Okay. <coughs> yeah, it's a number of... Yeah, it's... Not great. So we're going to take this with a grain of salt and understand that, like, these are people that come from a time Mm -hmm. where racism was not only okay but encouraged. And we're, we're, I think on this podcast, we've made it very clear before racism is neither encouraged nor okay. We're anti racist on this podcast. Under any circumstances. And also, it, uh, we have to acknowledge it as part of our history in order to move forward and accept, uh, not accept, but like, we have to accept that certain parts of that certain things are part of our history and part of ourselves in order to move forward and learn from them and eventually break them down. Anyway. Well said. Thank you. Well said. Um, but but I'm saying that to kind of give context. So when I talk about Gene Kelly and Fred Astaire, it's not because they're the only no. great male dancers out there. It's no. because they were the famous ones. Correct. And they were famous because of mechanisms that propelled them forward. Boom. That being said. They were still very talented, worked very hard. Yes, but the difference, right, Fred Astaire is your graceful guy. He's extremely light on his feet. He's very graceful. He's very slender. Mm. Boo. Because he comes from the whole ballroom world. Right? So (laughs) when when Fred Astaire and Ginger Rogers tap dance, they're both extremely light on their feet. We go to Gene Kelly. Gene Kelly's whole thing that his, like, life philosophy was about was about the athleticism of dance. And I think that's very clear whenever you watch any of his Mm -hmm. films, especially in American Paris. I think that's one of the best examples. Mm -hmm. And um, Broadway Melody, that Mm -hmm. whole medley from Singing in the Rain. Where the movie stops for like 20 minutes to be a different movie, but you don't care. I don't even care. Yo, I don't care. It's it's my favorite part of the movie. Nobody cares. (laughs) Yeah. But But that's the thing, right? We don't have movie stars like that anymore i think channing tatum might be one of the closest things that we have to people like that which is why i had to check myself before i wrecked myself because i was thinking about this when i was watching the movie the other night because gene kelly is athletic Mm -hmm. and graceful and he's interested in moving the body in different ways and then you get to patrick swayze and patrick swayze pushes it to another level because not only is he graceful Mm -hmm. and athletic but i think there's a real kindness that Mm -hmm. radiates from patrick swayze so even in for example dirty dancing you don't get you don't feel unsafe you don't feel uncomfortable you're captivated by it's an incredible charisma he had like unreal charisma yes and it's it's very much an unquantifiable it factor Mm -hmm. and that's the one thing that i think channing tatum doesn't have in his dancing and i don't know if that's something that kind of comes with maybe more skill or more comfort with his own body i'm not sure but when i was watching this movie step up specifically i didn't see that unquantifiable factor in him i saw confidence i saw a comfortability with moving his body in certain mm-hmm. ways, but I didn't see grace or gracefulness. I... And mm-hmm. then it makes me think of Hail Caesar, oh. too, because 
Channing Tatum learned how to tap dance. I love it. And it's my favorite. I show it to everybody. I've watched that movie one time. I've watched that tap dance scene a bajillion times because I've made people want it, watch it, including on Christmas Day once. My cousins and I, there was a lull in the conversation. I said, have you guys seen that scene where Channing Tatum does the tap dance? And they said no. And I said, okay, well, then shut up. I didn't say shut up, but... Um, I showed it to them, and my cousin Ben said, thank you for finding a way to make this about Channing Tatum somehow, and um, Merry Christmas. Anyway. Bless wow, he read you for film. Oh, well, yeah, guess um, what, Ben? Who cares? <laughs> what did you bring to the conversation, dude? Ben, if you're listening. I, actually, I love, hey, I love my doing? cousin Ben. He's great. We love Ben. Ben's anyway. great. Hope you're doing Ladies. well, Ben. Um, but, but... <laughs> You're right, okay? And that's the thing, because I think Channing Tatum has kind of grown into that, and I think a big part of his physicality for the role in Hail mm-hmm. Caesar has an inkling of that gracefulness mm-hmm. that I think would rocket him towards that same level as Swayze, Kelly, Astaire. Right. Um, and also, as uh, one tap dancer to the rest of the world, Channing Tatum tapped great. Yeah. I don't know who trained him. I'd have to look mm-hmm. that up, but they did a great he, job he because a lot of times what yeah. happens, like tap is so much more difficult mm-hmm. than other kinds of dance. <clears throat> and it's not the only difficult thing, but it's difficult because everything you do with your mm-hmm. feet makes a sound. Mm-hmm. So you really need to be on yeah. beat. You need to understand rhythm and how it works. You need to understand your body and mm-hmm. how it works with that rhythm. And on top of that, you need the other athleticism Mm -hmm. and gracefulness and ability to move and almost contort in some ways to be able to be a tap dancer and a dancer dancer. Uh, And what I've I've noticed uh, is that a lot of people who go from doing jazz or ballet to tap later on really struggle with that weight in their feet. And that's something that I did not see with Channing Tatum, which I thought was really Oh, I'm neat. so glad. I, I agree. Because, like, he trained for, like, and we'll talk about Step Up in a second, but who cares? Uh, <laughs> but he trained for, like, I think it was, like, three months or something, which also isn't a lot of time to be, like, make yourself look like someone who's been tapping their whole life. But yeah, I, I read this interview where he talked about how he, um, it was really difficult, he says, because the way he says it is, like, with the type of dancing I normally do, you're kind of following the beat. You're dancing to the beat. But with tap, you are the beat. You have yes. to, you're making it. Yeah. And so it's an entirely different skill set. And I think also, I think part of the reason why, because I do think Channing Tatum has a charisma and has like, it's not grace. I don't think it's grace on screen. Again, again, like, but I do think it's, he does have his own kind of it factor and i think why it may not come through as much in this one is because this is like when he first started like yeah, he's still kind of a baby he's still working on kind of this basic the skill that it takes to be on camera and convey what you need to convey i think if we look at something like magic mike magic mike double xl i heard he's amazing in Foxcatcher, like that type of stuff where you can tell he's in his element mm-hmm. that's a good um, I, I think you can see it in those. Um, but I think I would agree he doesn't, it's not like a grace. He, he's not like graceful boy. It's it's more just like, wow, this athletic man is very athletic and uh, is really good at dancing. We should play pony again and see what happens. Um, 
But I think that's a good point, Allie. Well said. Uh, because yeah. I'm not yeah. trying to hate on Channing Tatum. I've actually, I used yeah. to hate on him, and you have brought me over to the dark side. Thank you. And it's because, Channing. it's because listeners, um, years and years ago, Allie was like, we're watching Magic Mike XXL, and I had no choice. And you know what? We had a great time. It's a great movie. It's XXL is what you, it's what a lot of people thought the first one was going to be. Um, I don't know a if fun, I prefer it. A fun I road prefer trip it. movie? Well, no, just more. I, I think people thought the first Magic Mike was just only going to be like different excuses to, for these men to dance uh-huh. and a lot more like kind of goofier, fun, lighthearted. Like XXL is a fun road trip movie about bros and friendship where it's different excuses to see people dance and the whole thing is like if you ask women what they want they will tell you if you just listen to people there's no like we have to trick women into doing something it's great but um the first magic mic is like an indie movie that's kind of about um the the uh, perils of the gig economy and fallout from the 2008 financial crisis and just how it's tough to be essentially a sex worker um, but it's a little darker. It's like a good, it's like a kind of moody indie film that Steven Soderbergh directed. And then the second one is like, boys on a road trip, dancing to songs. <laughs> Annie McDowell gets fucked by a big dick. Um, sorry. That is literally a part of the movie. That is a plot point. Yes. Um, but it's great. now anyway. that we've talked about Magic Mike, let's get into Step Up. Okay. Basic, yeah. basic plot rundown. Channing Tatum is a foster Mm -hmm. kid from the wrong side of the tracks who gets arrested for vandalizing the performing arts school and has to do community Mm -hmm. service there. During his community Mm -hmm. service, he meets Jenna Dewan, whose Mm -hmm. dance partner for her senior showcase breaks his ankle or sprains his ankle and can no longer Mm -hmm. participate. She sees him Mm -hmm. break dancing with his friends and says to the principal, hey, can we have community service boy be my dance partner? Mm-hmm. And principal says, sure, that'll fulfill his community service as well. So mm-hmm. as they train for this dance, they become really good friends. They get to know each other really mm-hmm. well. Both of them grow as dancers. Um, and then, among other things, original dance partner comes back. Mm-hmm. Channing Tatum gets butthurt and leaves, as he should. Mm-hmm. And then, you know, we have a grand romantic gesture where he shows up to the show at the end after encouraging Jenna Dewan to follow her dreams and choreograph what she wants to choreograph. And he mm-hmm. decides, I want to be a better me. I want to go to this performing arts school. Principal, will you let me in? And he shows up yeah. at the 11th hour for their performance and they kill it and knock it out of the park and everyone has a happy ending. Except exactly. for his best friend's little brother who is murdered for no reason in the middle I of this movie. For- I forgot that happened in this movie. My dog is upset. It was upsetting. It. I was Skinny upset need too. To die. No! I have suggestions for how this movie could have been fixed and they could have taken out. There are two things that could have been handled so much better and because otherwise they are just horrifying. And one of them is that they kill Skinny. They kill the little brother of uh, Channing's best friend who up to that point had, who, yeah, who up to that point had kind of been like comic relief 
because he's like his name is Skinny, and they're always like, "Get out of here, Skinny!" Um, and he wants to party with them, but we're trying to do crimes. Get which, out like, here, okay, and like, but then they murder him, and then at the end of that, they're like, "We both should do better." No, up to that point, they'd already kind of been learning the lesson that they need to do better. They'd already been influenced by multiple people and proven to themselves that they both wanted to do better and both wanted to live lives where they cared about things. And them murdering this child in the movie is horrific and useless and awful. And it's... um, Agreed. I hate it. I hate it very much. It's very lazy. And um, I hate it. Anyway, I just wanted to say that. It is lazy, and and I will say one of the notes that I made about this whole mm-hmm. plot point is that Mac and Channing Tatum have a big fight mm-hmm. before this because, which I thought, okay, it's I think normal for people we're supposed to believe are high mm-hmm. school seniors to like have mm-hmm. this fight because they are best friends who spend all of their yeah. time together, and the three yeah. of them, Mac, Skinny, yeah. and Channing. Tyler is his character's name. All three of them vandalize the performing mm-hmm. arts school, but Tyler takes the fall. Correct, for which I think is them. good. And he has yeah. to do, yes, and he has to do community service, which because Mac and Skinny are black, probably if they had been caught, they would have been sentenced to or something more. It would have been worse. It's yeah. It's, it's just, just also or it would have been, been, been much worse. Yeah. Which good. What ha- which is good that he takes what the needed fall to happen them, happened. But... What what happened was what needed to happen. Frankly, yes. we're fine with that. Yes, mm-hmm. yes. And so basically, Tyler has to go to the performing arts school every day after school for three mm-hmm. to four hours. And initially, he's gonna help with all the janitorial work and like basically cleaning up the yeah. mess that he made, which I think is an Agreed. appropriate punishment, mm-hmm. quite frankly. Um, like if you're gonna vandalize a school, then you should. Mm-hmm. help clean it up but it, anyway regardless of my feelings about the justice system mac and tyler get into a big fight because mac is like you're spending all of your time that we would normally spend together at this school and part of it is like yeah he has 200 hours of community yeah. service like of course he's not going to hang out with you after school. He has to go do his community service. But the other side of that is that on top of that, Channing Tatum is spending all of his time training for mm-hmm. the dance performance, and, and he's spending it all of and it. And so with he this and girl. Mac have yeah. a big falling yeah. out. Yes, and honestly, like I don't fault Mac for that because especially if you don't communicate with your friend about mm-hmm. what's going on. It's going to have problems. Like, if you are doing something that takes you away from other commitments or obligations that you would normally have, and you don't communicate to the other person, hey, I really want to do this. This is important to me. I want to focus on it. This is, like, knowing this person is making me want to change things about myself and feel better about myself. And when I do this kind of performing, when I'm dancing, when I'm training for this, it makes me feel good and I want to keep feeling that way. So I'm going to be spending some more time doing that. It doesn't mean I don't care about you and it doesn't mean I don't want to hang out with you, but it means that I'm doing something for myself. And because that conversation was never had, because Tyler it grew up and grows up in the foster system and doesn't really have a relationship with his foster parents and Mac comes from a single parent home where his mom is working all the time, 
they didn't grow up learning those communication skills. So it makes sense that they don't have that talk and it makes sense that they have a fight but yeah. they come back together because make they're best clear. friends beautiful point melanie well said i do want to make it clear there are also lots of people who come from like homes where there are both parents where or multiple parents but come from kind of more quote like nuclear families that also do not have those skills um yeah um good point i yes. also a big theme because like a big theme in this movie is um doing what you want, taking ownership, be, have, being willing to want something and work to get it, to not give up, uh, as all these mm-hmm. movies are kind of about that. Um, and that's kind of a big thing where just like, like initially Mac kind of makes fun of him for trying things. And then he's like, that's kind of a joke. And throughout the movie, it kind of becomes more of a thing of how Tyler learns that it's okay to keep trying. It's okay to have a failure and then keep going, um, which I think is a nice thing. Um, and I think that's a lesson that they were already learning. Like something I think is nice. Something Okay, this is how I kind of would want this to go typically because what I thought, how, how I thought it was already going, um, but I would have liked to have seen more of is if just to remove the um, whole skinny being murdered thing. There are kind of two primary adult influences in the lives of Tyler and Mac, but particularly Tyler. And one is Rachel Griffiths, who is the head of the art school, who tells him, you know, like, don't give, who's like, you know, working hard. And she, she has this kind of very, she's doing this very uptight American accent where she's like, you're not entitled to a second chance we are giving you one because of the mess you made you've cost someone their future and you're like okay uh but then the like it's a performing no actually yes i also get what she's saying though like you deprive someone of an opportunity that could have really helped them or changed their life because like the what she tells them is that the, the cost to repair what he destroyed is the equivalent of like a scholarship to that school. Um, so yeah, but the other right. adult influence, the only other like adult influence, cause we barely see Mac's mom, um, but she seems pretty positive. Um, but the only other, uh, the only other adult that we see that is, has the bigger influence in their life played by heavy D who he is kind of a criminal, but he they go to all of his oh, yeah. parties. Yeah, he he's the one that they're like running cars for. Is running cars the is the term? Flipping cars? I don't know. Basically, they they I steal cars. No they idea. turn them over to him, and then he sells them, and they get a little profit. That, that's his part of his business. And I will say, part of his thing is like you can't like he gets mad at them initially because like they got they started a fight at one of his parties. And he's like, yeah, you need to, like, it's the same kind of thing that's happening at the school, which is you made a mess, you caused a problem at an establishment that I run, you need to make up for it because you take responsibility for what you did. And also later in the movie, because Mac has been talking yeah. shit about performing arts schools and like later Mario, Mario, the singer Mario, you should let me yeah. Incredible. Mario. Is in this movie. But later he's at a party, one of Heavy D's parties. 
And Mac is kind of talking shit about, like, why are you at this, like, fancy performing arts school? Like, that sounds really lame. And Omar, played by Heavy D, is like, oh, it's a lame Tupac went to a performing arts school. Do you think these people are, like, it's not lame to, like, study something you care about, to try hard. Like, that's, like, fuck you. And I thought, this is good. I like this. Like, it's I kind of like this idea of, like, both major adults in their lives being like, hey, step up. Literally step up. Like, stop oh my God. talking shit. You're allowed to care about things. You're allowed to put effort and be present in your own life. And you're also allowed to want things. You're allowed, you're deserving of what you want. And like, don't make fun of people who are going after things, pursuing the arts. Like, I think I just, I liked the idea. I think it was already going in the right direction and they were already being motivated and that you could already see the change in Mac when this other man that he really admires praises Mario and Tyler and like whatever. I, they also like kind of also praises Mac. Like he's, Mac is back in his good graces. He clearly kind of cares about these children. Um, yeah, and while he like, shouldn't you be or- indoctrinating them into his, like, crime ring, I think I agree with you that that influence is very positive. Like, and, and you, you are tell allowed them- to want to do things and be better if you feel better being better. Yeah, you're allowed to care. Like, you're deserving of being better. Like, you matter and what you want is valuable. Um, I like I liked that you already saw the change in Mac in in these characters from that, and then right after that, Skinny is murdered, and you're like, and that's supposed to be the catalyst, and it's so out of left field, and it's so hollow. Like it feels like such a studio note of like we need something heavy to yeah. push them forward, and I when hate really it that so was happening much. with their yeah because it was happening with their characters anyway, most Thank notably you. with Tyler, mm-hmm. because the contrast is really clear. Because his dance partner, Jenna Dewan, comes from a well-to-do family. No, she comes from And me. she's at this performing arts school because dancing is her passion mm-hmm. and she wants to do yeah. it. She is so passionate and so motivated and so resourceful mm-hmm. in getting herself to achieve her goals. Mm-hmm. And that contrasts with Tyler, who is there and at the beginning just kind of um going through life not really caring about anything not even really caring about himself but also because yeah but it also kind of makes sense given the hand that he was dealt because like agreed he's he's only the only things that he's been shown are like examples of like this is how to just survive he kind of just has to survive in his life and he's not really shown anything of like hey you have value you matter like where he finds Clearly, where the only places he finds like joy are when he's dancing or when he's with his friends, and so when he's outside of anything like that, there's no safety. There's nothing. Agreed, mm. and that's an unfortunate reality of the foster care system. And one of mm. the first things he says to his foster dad is, "You still get your check every month, yeah. though, right?" Also, how fucked is it that we're like we're taking your child away from you because you don't have the resources to take care of them? We're giving them to another person who we will give the resources to take care of them. Yeah. What? Anyway. it's Sorry, it's so fucked. Anyway. I think both of us could go on about how messed up the foster care system is but that's for a not number what this, of reasons. That's not what this podcast that's is not, about. That's not what we're going to do. No, but okay. If you, if you want to rant about it to us, 
DM us on oh Instagram, God, at HellNoCast. We would be happy to talk about the failures of the foster care system. That doesn't really, uh, it's not the point here, no. but you are right. And I think one thing that's nice is as he starts to, I think, love himself more yeah. through allowing himself to be loved by Jenna Dewan, allowing himself to try and care about mm-hmm. things, he also forms a really lovely relationship with his foster siblings. And one of them is played by Allison Stoner. Yeah, I love it. Yeah, Alison Stoner, I wrote it down because I was obsessed with her delivery of this line. Because before, like, yeah. her thing is that she'll just walk into his room unannounced and be like, are you, gonna get, are you going to jail? Or like, uh, what are you doing? Why are you always sleeping? Uh, our foster mom got Captain Crunch, whatever. But my favorite one was she went... Please don't kick me out. I brought orange juice. Oh, yeah. That's such a good one. And she gives him she said it just the like largest that. glass of orange juice I've ever seen. Filled to the brim. Filled to the brim. That's too much, OJ. So much. She. It's like, are you in love with him? Please relax. It's not even that. I think it's just because she's a kid. Yeah. She's like 11 kid, or 12. Yeah. You're like, I have to show, I have to give them the most to show my love. Um which is like honestly really sweet yeah Um, and for those who don't know who allison stoner is she became famous because she's an incredible dancer and was in a missy elliott missy elliott music video yeah and she was like nine or some shit she was tiny 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 incredible dancer and then she got picked up and she was in a bunch of other disney channel stuff so she is unfortunately and she's our age um she's one of the uh child actors who was really negatively impacted by disney who could have guessed that putting your child into a very intense job and basically handing them over to a large company would be bad for them um (laughs) anyway but yeah um okay i do want to talk about the actual relationship between the characters played by training tatum and jenna dewan because while they are both phenomenal dancers as we have said they have great chemistry as we have said the way that they are written and sometimes the way they are performed you're like these people are mean yeah she is kind of a bitch and he is a brat and sometimes they are both just straight up dumb and you're like okay and in some ways like but they're also both supposed to be 17 and and guess what you are when you're 17 you're a mean dumb brat brat. You're a mean, dumb brat. Um, and you're dumb as hell. I, but, um, I, I, yeah. Like, there are times, like, she, Derry is very, is so, because they're trying to do the rom-com thing where, like, people are kind of fighty and flirty. And they're like, well, who says that you are a good dancer? Enemies to lovers. Yeah. Um, but it, sometimes I feel like it doesn't always work. Like, there are times when I'm like, you can just say you like a person, because I'm tired of this. Like, and maybe this says more about me, but I'm like, if you like, if you like me, I need you to say it, please. Please be yeah, clear. Cause I, I agree. I, um, I noticed that, but I honestly thought that that was just part of them both being in high school. But it, this it is also is. from a time where high schoolers were not played by high schoolers. No, everyone's like 25. Um, oh, also it's from a time. It, this is the most like 2005. This is the most mid aughts movie it like the color palette the clothes the amount of oh my god crop sweaters the, the crop sweaters at one point jenna dewan is wearing 
a tank top mm-hmm. and a dress over the tank top mm-hmm. that the neck goes below the boob line, mm-hmm. hence the tank top, mm-hmm. and capri leggings, socks, and sneakers. Yep. And I was like, I wore this outfit we when all, I was in middle school. We all wore some version. There are lots of tops that have like those giant sequins on them that we would wear to like Ugh. dances because we were like, this is my fancy tank top. Um, oh boy! Oh yeah, boy. I'm gonna look like a disco ball. I'm gonna wear a newsboy cap to school. Okay, for sure. Ugh, what color is it? Caps. Pink. Hot pink. Pink. Her friend. Her friend deserved better. Oh, the other thing I want to talk about in this movie that made me fucking furious that need to happen. What is that? Her friends dating an, an adult. adult. I. What is her friend's name? Lucy. So Lucy, I don't, Lucy, Lucy is yeah. dating, she keeps talking about her older, mature, sophisticated boyfriend named Colin. And Mario Mario and Lucy are supposed to have kind of like a, Mario is not, his name is Miles in the movie, but it's Mario. Hit, yeah. hit singer Mario. Anyway, um, he's like, yeah, he's sophisticated, he's going to, you know, eventually go to jail because how old are you? Um. And then they meet, they go to the concert, they go, like, the guy's name is Colin, and he's a singer, and the idea is that Lucy sings, like, backup for him, and they go to the show to see, meet this guy and hear her sing, and the idea is that they all are warmed up to Colin, they're like, he is cool, and I'm like, no, 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 this is a man who is, like, no, he's, grooming this is a children, this is a predator, like, the first thing he sees when he does when he meets miles this is like yeah play your music for me this is what i've met men like this i've been influenced by men like this is what they do it but right when you start to like freak out you're like well he can't be bad he was cool to me he was nice to me he was supportive of me so he couldn't have been cruel or harsh or abusive and and the reason and that's his tactic yeah. for flying under the radar because if everyone thinks he's nice nobody's going to point out the horrific shit and that the he's way doing. that the, it's like pointed out like oh the way that that relationship ends is that they see him kissing another girl so the issue is that he cheated not that the, he is a fucking predator that's how we get rid of Colin. Yeah. It's and- a sto- storyline that is not necessary a, a a boyfriend who also does music who they don't like could have been her same age and then they still could have had the cheating thing and then that's how it ended. This whole storyline didn't Well, need we to already happen. there you I agree it was unnecessary and I don't think we need to be glorifying adults no! dating children because yep. it's a crime and it's horrific and children like the children who deal with that grooming and that behavior uh, are affected yep. for the rest of their lives. And right. I don't think it's funny. And I don't think that... I agree with you. I'm glad you brought it up. It was messed up. And it was played off as yeah. just so whatever. It's just like, oh, I guess like Lucy you... is going to end up with Miles. I'm like, mm, no. We already knew, we already knew that yeah. from all and their to other scenes point... together and because we've watched a movie. Anyway. Mm-hmm. 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 And to your point as well... We could absolutely just have a shitty music boyfriend who's also in high school. Because we already have yep. a shitty music boyfriend who's in high school. It's Jenna Dewan's right. boyfriend who she breaks who's up with. played by that guy who I feel like also was in, like, either Disney or some other kind of... I feel like he played a lot of, like, shitty boyfriends and stuff. It's also the classic... Anyway, he plays the classic movie thing of, like, Hi, I'm your boyfriend. I am not supportive at all. 
and I don't really spend any time with you, and I'm not nice because to anybody my, in your life. Yeah, because my dreams are more important than your dumb little dreams. He keeps saying, I'm so close with my music. And then we hear his music. I will say I did, because I'm the type of person that loves any like fake pop song in a movie or a TV show. I wanted to hear more of that pop song that he was singing. Yeah, I actually made a note of one. He was like, babe, I gotta get with my music. And I wrote, babe, I gotta get with my music. Barf. Barf, yeah. But then you hear the song, it's like, girl, we've been here dancing all night long. (laughs) You're like, wow. And the big plot point of contention with the boyfriend is that Mario was his producer. And Mario basically wrote everything. He just sang it. Mm went on a trip to New York, got quote-unquote discovered, and passed the song off, the demo, off as his own and threw Mario under the bus. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And, like, that's really shitty. And he actually makes kind of a good point to Jenna Dewan, I think, because this is kind of the point where I will say his performance is good. Yeah, his performance is good, frankly. Yeah, because Lucy and Mario tell her, oh, boyfriend, what what's his name, did blah, blah, blah. She goes up to him, and they fight about it. And he said, you're doing the same thing with Tyler. You're mad at me because I used Miles. Mm-hmm. Like, He's like, you're gonna you go- don't know what you would do in that situation. It yeah. was, I had one chance to do what I've been trying to do. Mm-hmm. This is my dream. This is my goal. I had one shot. I didn't know what else to do, so I did what I thought was the right choice for me. Right. And you're going to sit here and judge me when you're using Tyler for that same thing? Well, yeah, because wh- once Ankle Boy gets back, what are you going to do? Yeah, what, what she says, she's like, I wouldn't do that. He goes, you think you know. You, you think you wouldn't, but you don't know. We'll see what and happens. honestly, he's yeah. kind of right because you don't know what you're gonna do in certain situations until you get there. And then you can wax poetic all you want. But then when Ankle Boy comes back, I will say Channing Tatum is like, "You're doing what your boyfriend did," and not he leaves immediately. And she, I, to her credit, I will say she's like, "Hey, can you give me a second to figure this out?" Because I have questions too. What is the Ankle Boy doing for his senior so- showcase? Uh, also, how did they've basically re-choreographed everything. How is she expecting to teach Ankle Boy how to perform the way Channing Tatum does? How long, how many weeks has it been? Um, what is this? Well, that's part also of what at the end of the movie. Out. Also at the end of the movie, because when Tyler leaves, she redoes it. She somehow redoes it so it's a solo piece. Or rather, like, the other dancers are still in there because she always wanted to have a thing with a bunch of dancers. Um, and Tyler's the one that convinces her to, like, take the chance and, like, choreograph it with a bunch of dancers. Um, but she'd already choreographed it to be somehow with her and then the rest of the dancers. And then Tyler comes back at the last second. She's like, we're doing the original dance again. And they all cheer. But I, I want to call bullshit. No, they would not. If it's the day of the performance, you're, you're going on in five minutes, and then they say, never mind, we're going to do the other dance that we haven't been rehearsing for, like, I don't know, two weeks? You're not going to be like, woohoo! You're going to be like, fuck you, I don't Jenna. think they would cheer. 
They wouldn't cheer, but also if you work on something long enough and hard enough, you'll remember the choreography. Yeah, and also, these are all people studying to be professional dancers, and that's a skill that professional dancers need, is to remember multiple sets of choreography for different To things. be adaptive. So and also, they're probably excited well, I to agree, see... they probably wouldn't... They were excited to see yeah. Tyler. Yeah, they probably... Like, if I were doing a show, and then all of a sudden someone showed up who hadn't been at practice or rehearsal for a couple months... Or a month or whatever, and then the teacher or person in charge was like, "We're going back to the original." I'd be like, "No, yeah, we're not." I, mean, I wouldn't be. I wouldn't be happy. I'd be like, this, "Fuck this." Um, I gotta like. I will say they are such good dancing. Is fucking cool. Dancing is so it fucking is really cool. cool. Really good dancers. I'm like, this is incredible. This is on like I, dancing is so fucking cool. I will say there is a part. Okay, so Channing Tatum, as we've noted, very athletic, loves to wear a hat and jump around and do the like shoulder thing that he does. Um, he also loves to do yeah. flips, and there is a part. He there does is a part love to in do the flips. dance where he does a flip, and all I could think was, they haven't rehearsed in a while. And if I'm the girl that was right in front of him, I don't think I'd be smart enough to move out of the way. If that were me, I simply would have gotten kicked in the head. <laughs> I would be 100% brained at that dance recital. I would have been D-E-A-D. My parents would have to watch me be just... Kicked to death by accident by Channing Tatum. They'd be so proud of me for doing whatever my little part was in the showcase, and then they'd have to watch me die. Oh my God. <laughs> also, though, like he he knows where he's gonna land when he flips, so he could also. He's so move. he's so he's so in touch with his body. I don't think he's ever had a cold. Um, what are you saying? Well, like he probably just knows. What? He probably just senses something is off with his body, and he's like, I gotta take zinc or whatever. Okay, I want you to walk back and say again <laughs> to me what you just said out loud. <laughs> just hear yourself say it again. <laughs> he's so... In he's really in touch with his body. I don't he's, think he's never had a cold? <laughs> Okay, maybe not. Maybe, what are you maybe. <laughs> okay, I I really hear it. I really hear it now. I'm so really sorry okay. to put you on the spot, but that may be the dumbest thing you've ever maybe said. Maybe as me. an adult. Maybe as an adult, he has. <laughs> like you are one of my most intelligent, smartest friends. That's the dumbest thing you've ever said to me. Oh, thanks, babe. <laughs> Thank you for the compliment, and maybe. <laughs> um, Mel, what were some other? What were things you liked about this movie that um, we haven't talked about? Jenna Dewan. We've already talked. So the the actress who plays Jenna Dewan's mom, I couldn't put my <gasps> oh, finger. Oh, she was on from where... The Wire. She's from The Wire. No, anyway, no, I was like, what? I know her, and I looked it up, and <gasps> she was one of the like most notorious serial killers in Bones. And Bones is a show that I've seen every episode of as well. Because Wait, what? What? Hold on. I never, I've never, I had no idea. 
I had no idea that you loved Bones. So here's here's how the progression went, right? In college. Okay. Like high school and college, I watched all of Buffy. Mm-hmm. And then I watched all of Buffy again. And then I was like, okay. I'm going to watch Angel. So my roommate Got and I, it. right when Netflix streaming became a thing, we watched <gasps> Angel together. And then I was oh. like, I need to see more David Boreanaz. Where can I find him? And then I started watching Bones. God. And that was when I wanted to be, like, when my archaeology thing was in full force. And I was like, ooh, maybe I want to be a forensic pathologist or an anthropologist. But in order to do what she does in the show, you need an MD and a PhD. And I was like, no thanks. Nope. No thanks. We're good. Yeah. I had no idea you loved Bones. It's a fun show. It's like, it's a crime procedural. Is she Bones? Is she Bones or is yeah. he Bones? She's Bones. And do they nickname. Bones? They do, do they bones? bones. They do Bones. Okay, work. Do you know who she's married to? Emily Deschanel in real life? Yeah. No. Yeah. Uh, the actor and writer David Hornsby, probably best known as Rickety Cricket. <gasps> Shut your whore mouth. Yeah. Rickety Cricket? Yeah. yeah. They're like married with children. <laughs> That's kind of awesome. Right? Isn't that cute? Um, yeah. But yeah, oh, anyway, anyway okay. so her uh, mom Jenna Dewan's was on mom Bones. was on Bones as like a horrifically psychopathic serial killer. Very cool. Very yeah. fun. Yeah, yeah. She was on The Wire. She was one of the um, attorneys in The Wire. And oh. then she and Lance Reddick hook up at one point. Oh, no. Um, God, <laughs> this movie... This was a fun I, I movie, though. I, I thought I wasn't going to like it, and then I was surprised. There there are parts of it that I don't... I like. I'd fully forgotten. I feel like I'd blocked out the creepy older boyfriend and also the fact that they murder a fucking child. But, like, mm. but the rest of the movie are like, oh, it's fun to see people dance. It's fun yeah. to see people get along. It's Because also, part of the thing, a lot of their dance whatever like a lot of like what is Channing Channing brings stuff to the dance that she wouldn't have thought because she's been training so long for this specific type of dance and he's bringing his tough cool style but a lot of it is just him being able to like lift and or grab her um yeah which like a lot of it is like because part of the thing is that there are several lifts in her dance and she tries to audition other boys at the school who aren't already doing their own thing and none of them can lift her. None of them can lift her. I thought that I scene my... was very funny. When there's the one guy and she's like, okay. And she like runs and he just crumbles. He's like, no. Yeah. Ah, no. Yeah. That what, was so but funny But the thing I loved, my favorite part of that, besides when Channing shows up, um, was when she lifts one of the other dancers. She shows the guy, one of the guys, she goes, you do, see, you lift me from here. This is how you do it. See, it's super easy. And I was yeah. like, this tiny little woman is lifting this other dancer. Fuck yes, that's so cool. It is really kind of empowering, but for, because for me, I didn't do cheer, but with dance, I would always, when we would do partner dancing, I would always play the guy's role because I was Same. one of the taller girls in the dance class. Same. In dance class, I also had to, yeah. Mm-hmm. I'm and also, I've, yeah, I've, I'm tall and I'm fat, so I've, mm-hmm. I'm in the back, but I know the steps and the rhythm better than anybody because I was overcompensating. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. now, as an adult, when I partner dance with people, I can't follow. I can only lead. I don't know how yeah, to follow. Yeah, baby. And truly, it's, 
it's a problem. Like I was trying to dance with my buddy Roberto and okay. he was like, he was, he like got ear. He was like, just I'm leading you follow. Why is this a problem for you? And I was like, I, I don't know how I'm sorry. Yeah. I love you. Um, cause you he's my, what, he's my buddy. He's my pal. He's my rotten soldier. My good time boy. <laughs> good time boy. Um, my good time boy. You know what? Though? Where you lead, I will follow. <laughs> Where you live. No, 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 no. Give me the baby. We both hate that show. We do not like Gilmore Girls. And then one time Mel's um, roommate had been watching Gilmore Girls and then left. And we both thought the other person wanted to watch Gilmore Girls and didn't want to be rude. So we watched and an it wasn't, episode we, of Gilmore Girls together. One or two. But it, it was the reboot of Gilmore Girls. Like the new episode. It was? Like the limited, yeah, it was like I thought the it was the season. original. No, oh, it was the new little... season yeah. of like four or five episodes long mm-hmm. after the original show ended. Honestly, what's probably going to happen is I'm going to watch it and I'm just going to hate watch it. I mean, you could do whatever you want, but I do not like it and I do not connect to it. No, I. Because yeah. I'm a sheep. I'm a little sheeple. <laughs> bah! <laughs> I see someone that I follow do it. I do it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Bah. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! I love the idea of a bitchy sheep. Oh, I love it. Uh, a bitchy sheep. Oh. That's guess, a good Halloween costume. Zero, guess, zero context. No. Just dress up like a sheep and be and a be bitch. Mean. <laughs> be a bitch. What are you? I'm a sheep. Duh. Mel, I have a question. Yes. Yes. Would you recommend this movie? I think I would. Really? But barely. It's But barely. I think it's like a f- okay one. And it's kind of fun. Especially if you're looking for a movie, like this type of rom-com. If you like dance and also if you're looking for a movie from this time period of like, hey, I'm in high school, and I just need to believe in myself. Like, this is a fun one. Um, mm-hmm. also, yeah. I think this is a movie that you should not watch alone. No. I think it's better enjoyed with friends. Agreed. Agreed. I agree. Um, was it romantic? <sighs> it's hard to say, right? Because, like... I'm going to say, yeah. Because, like, I I'm don't... I'm going to say, for me, no. Yeah, because, like, here's the thing. I wasn't... Uh, wasn't invested. I, I knew they were going to end up together. Like, it's weird because I do think these two people have great chemistry. I mean, they clearly did. They fucking got married. But um, I think these two leads have good chemistry. I wasn't particularly like... I, I, although I will say you and I both love this scene where they're on the roof and they do the dance. Yeah, that was a cool That's scene. That's great. But the rest of the time you're like, okay, are they going to make out? Or like, what's happening? Um, can these two? But also, can... they're supposed to be seventeen. I guess so. Maybe I don't want to watch seventeen-year-olds make. No, out. but you do want to watch two twenty-five-year-olds who know how to move their bodies, do some business. I mean, I don't disagree Thank there. You. All right. Uh, was it sexy? No. Again, no. for the reasons we're saying, Big it's like no. this is a high school thing. I don't want. 
Yeah. Like, no. there are... Tr- if, we're, will... if we're talking about the people outside of the context of playing yeah. high schoolers, yeah, they're all look, sexy as hell. Look, but got, in I... the context of them being high schoolers, no. that's a hard boundary, and I'm going to say no Agreed. Way. Context of this movie? No, thank you. Outside? No. <sighs> hell yeah. Look. Oof. <laughs> Oof, that Channing Tatum could get more of my time than he probably deserved. Although he seems like a good... He doesn't seem like a bad dude, to be honest. No, I think he was just confused. About what? <laughs> About what? Life and, like, <laughs> who he wants to be and how he wants to get there. Did you think I meant sexually confused? <laughs> I also, I didn't know if you were talking about Channing Tatum or the character. I thought you were, I honestly thought you were calling him dumb. I thought you were finding a very creative way to be like, he's not smart. Oh my God, no. (laughs) No, I'm not that creative. No, no. (laughs) Remember when they go to the club and they somehow, everyone at the club knows that one dance? This okay again. This is in the era of people knowing the same dance in public. Kind of, I I don't know. I don't I don't know. It's like line dancing almost, yeah, but not. But I was like, why? They ha- Ali, would you Paul Giamatify this movie? Honestly, I I don't know. I, what if Paul Giamatti was Channing Tatum? I was going to say, what if Paul Giamatti was Jenna Dewan and Channing Tatum had to lift him? He could! I would watch that. I'd watch I it. I know! I love... I do love Channing Tatum. Oh, and I love oh you know what? I've been re-listening to some of our older episodes of the pod. Please. because Really? Yeah. I... Yeah, I think they're fun. I've um, done that. Here's the thing. I've wants... done that too. I've done that too. They're because we had fun recording them and it's yeah. fun to listen to because we were having so much fun. But... Um, one of the questions that we used to ask was, would we like Danny DeVitoify this movie <gasps> as well? Yes. And honestly, I think if we're playing for funsies, I think we should have Danny DeVito be Channing Tatum. Yes. But if we're playing for seriousies, I would have Danny DeVito be the principal. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's a good mm-hmm. one. But I do love yeah. Rachel Griffiths. I do love her. And I think she this. did a great job. She was harsh, but fair. We love her. Um, she's really good. She's just like a really good actress. Um, yeah, I, I kind of like like. There's a lot about this movie that I like. Is it my favorite Channing Tatum movie? No, not even from to that. You know, oh, a lost episode from this pod that maybe we need to revisit. She's the man. That's that is one that mm-hmm. we have a couple lost episodes we've got she's the man we have a walk to remember uh, and we have this means war yeah mm-hmm. those are our lost episodes yeah so if you want us to do any of those movies next we would love to hear from you yeah. so go ahead and shout us out on social meds our instagram and twitter handle is at hell no cast but we're on instagram more than we are on twitter yeah. and we would love to hear from you we love engaging with people in our comments and our dms we love it. so check us out there you can also check out our website which is hellnocast.com and you can also send us an email which is hellnocast at gmail.com 
Um, so there's lots of ways to get in contact with us and suggest movies that you want us to do for the pod. Oh. There's lots of ways to get in touch with us. And again, we'd love to hear from you. We post episodes every so often on Google Podcasts, Spotify, and Apple Podcasts. Mm-hmm. All of our episodes are also available on our website. And for more information about our posting schedule, if you could even call it a schedule, <laughs> check out our Instagram. Yeah. Ooh, also, if you like this podcast and you want to hear more about it or you want to see more about it, you can also let people know by giving us a five-star review. We would really appreciate it. Um, it helps yeah. us with, I don't know, just living our lives. It's just stuff. nice. It's helpful. We, but yeah, also, it's, helpful it's, and really, nice. it's just really nice and we really appreciate it. And if you give us a five-star review, we'll, we'll, we'll say... or or we can or we or we will leave you alone or we will also leave you alone and say thanks bud we could do either of those so (laughs) (laughs) those are the only two options (laughs) the only two options are thanks bud or like kissing sounds <laughs> so if you like it, give us a five star. <laughs> well, this has been delightful. I always love talking with you about movies. That's why we have a podcast. Um but Yes. But yes. anyway, this has been You Had Me at Hell No. I have been Allie. And I've been Mel. Love you. Bye. Bye. You Had Me at Hell No was recorded remotely in front of our pets Roscoe and Benny. Allie and I would like to thank Bella Vanek and Lucille Petty for our theme song. Thank you, Bella and Lucille. And we'd also like to thank all of you for taking the time to listen today. Bye-bye.